Namastefi, your podcast about yoga, music, uh, writing and fun all from Italy. Today I'm gonna talk to you about a topic that I really care about. I can say that in last three, two, three years on the social media, social network, a lot of people has started to see a movement about yoga that I can call yoga and acrobatics or stunts or as you can call it. And this movement is of course something that I've noticed myself and a lot of people, my students and people that are not my students, are always ask me, asking me if I can teach them some acrobatic things, if I can make them become uh, acrobats, and so on. <clears throat> so this topic is for me very important, and I really like to say something about. The first thing that I'd really like to say is that yoga and acrobatics are not related. With the yoga, you have not the purpose to do some stunts, to do, to do, for example, the handstands is not the purpose of yoga. And in a lot of elderly uh, books and uh, sources, you won't find um, explanations about uh, and um, tutorials uh, about doing these kind of asanas, for example, the handstands because they weren't into the first literature of yoga. A lot of new asanas has been introduced into um, 19s, um, for example, into Iyengar yoga, Iyengar, that is a master, that was a master of yoga of um, the last century, gave a lot of importance to um, Shirshasana, that is a headstand. But a lot of other teachers of mine, for example, don't teach headstands, handstands, because uh, they are very important, of course, as an answer, but also sometimes very dangerous. So the first thing that I'd like really to say is a statement. Yoga is not acrobatics. You must not go to a yoga class and the the first thing and the most important thing to my yoga class to do stunts, to do acrobatics thing, because I won't teach you nothing about that. 
The second statement that I'd like to say is that yoga has not the purpose to do this kind of asanas. The purpose, the target, the goal where you pra- when you practice yoga is to feel good, is to feel better with your body, with your mind, with your breath, is to reach a point of union with the divine, with your inner self that is most important, is more important than doing a handstand or headstand. So this is not the purpose of yoga. The purpose of yoga is not to uh, bring your uh, feet uh, behind your head is not the goal of a yoga practice. It's something maybe fun, maybe um, an achievement that you can try to reach, but it's not the purpose, the real purpose of yoga. So I'm not so pleased about these yogis, quote unquote, that on Instagram the most, on YouTube, try to bring people to do this kind of asanas. The first, because they are not suitable for everyone. A lot of people can't do a handstand or a headstand. And it's okay. You are yogi too. A lot of yogis don't do that. And it's dangerous to try to push people to do that because they first will believe that yoga is that. And they feel bad about themselves because they can't do that. They will feel uh, naughty and unable to do yoga and they will leave the practice behind. It is very sad because yoga can give you a lot of beautiful things, a lot of beautiful emotions and a lot of beautiful results without doing that. And... uh, trying to pass this message that yoga and acrobatics is the same things. It's dangerous even for yoga too, because a master that won't teach uh, a handstand maybe will be um, called not a yoga master. You don't teach me handstand, so you're not a yoga master. This is not true. Try to find, again, the real purpose of yoga, the real focus focus of yoga, that is well-being, that is feeling better, feeling better with yourself, with other people, with your mind, is feeling better and better every day. And this is the most important thing that you have to remember. So if you're thinking to start practicing yoga, try to find a yoga studio where there's not the goal, the first goal of doing these kind of things. You have the right to go to 100 yoga studios and to try the lessons and to try to find the lesson that is for you, for yourself. Maybe you will appreciate just the meditation part maybe you will appreciate the yatha yoga part that is very is more steady if compared to vinyasa yoga for example maybe you will appreciate the fatigue the beautiful sweating that is brought by vinyasa yoga but it is something that have to be beautiful for you, not scary, not something that will make you feel uncomfortable because this is not yoga, is another thing.
If you want to learn to do this asana, you have to practice a lot. I have to admit myself that I can't do shirshasana, that is headstand, without the wall. With an instructor, I can do it. But I am not secure to do it by myself alone, not against the wall. Because many years ago, while practicing shirshasana, I fell very bad. I thorn my neck and I felt a lot of pain and of course a lot of fear. From that point I realized that I had first to relearn my asana from the beginning and second that I have to do things at my pace. You have to, to understand that you have your pace as for learning, as for uh, running, even to practice yoga. If you don't feel comfortable to do something, don't do it. And in my classes, my students are not forced to do nothing, even meditation, even relaxation. If you can't relax, you don't relax and go on. I won't ever say something to my students that will sound as you must do that because it's wrong. Yoga is for everyone and we have to pass this message. Yoga is not for acrobats, it's not for athletes. Yoga is for children, is for young people, is for mature, is for elderly people. So try to understand this concept. Don't follow something that you have seen on YouTube, on Instagram, thinking that that is yoga. This is not. Yoga is something more. And it's for that I also I have a, a YouTube channel. But I try to say to the people that call me or write me that the first and the most important thing is to begin your practice into a studio with a teacher, with an instructor that can follow you and begin to teach you the basis of yoga because you must try not to uh, build your practice on something wrong for example on some posture that are not so aligned and that can bring you to some injuries so you maybe must begin begin to practice not by yourself but in a yoga studio with someone that you like of course and even the searching for the perfect instructor is not easy, but you must follow that path to find your perfect instructor. So, to make a sum of all the thing, these things that I've said, I say that yoga is a very beautiful ancient practice. It is something that we have to respect and is not related to acrobatics. I've seen an image on, of course, Instagram of an account, and they say uh, with ironic that um, uh, with irony that uh, the ancient practice was not acrobatics, and there was an image of some ancient yogis doing handstand, headstands, and so on. 
But you have to remember that in India, a lot of people do nowadays to this kind of posture to earn monies because they are very pure, poor. Into Varanasi, for example, that is called also Benares, uh, you will see a lot of poor people doing some acrobatics to earn money from the tourists. So you have to discern from the real and the truth about yoga and the statements that are not founded on the truth like that. If you try to read the Yoga Sutra that are the base of the modern and the ancient yoga into the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, it's written that the asana is a posture that you can um, do and into you can stay with comfort for a lot of minutes, maybe for an hour. So can you imagine to do an handstand for an hour? So the origins of yoga was not, were not based on handstands and contortions. We're based into meditation and soul-searching. And the asana were a path that would brought you to the self-realization, to the union with the divine. And I think that the purpose of modern yoga should be that again. So, <laughs> trying to make a point about all these statements, I can say that you must find the practice of yoga that you love and that will bring you peace, that will bring you joy, that will bring you well-being and not something that will bring you ages or uh, fear, discomfort. That is not the purpose. I really thank you for listening to my podcast, of course. I thank the person that has given me a Amazon uh, card uh, to thank me for my podcast. I, I don't know his name. I know that he's a male person, but I, there wasn't the name of the, uh, the person onto my Amazon card. I really thank you and I really appreciate that you appreciate my podcast. I really love doing that because it's very fun. I invite you to rate my podcast onto iTunes and Spotify or one of two and um, try maybe to give me five stars, but you can, of course, give me the evaluation that you like. Also, I invite you to write me at the email address that is namastefiitaly with two eyes at gmail.com and also follow me on Instagram on my account Stefania La Roja that in Spanish means Stefania the Redhead. Also, you will find me on YouTube as Stef um, Namastefi and you will find me on uh, um, Facebook as Stefania La Roja. I really thank you for listening to me and uh, to pass your time with my voice and with my monologues into this podcast. I thank you again and um, hope you are having a nice day and hear you soon. Bye!